You're listening to DraftKings Network. Hooligans Radio, episode number two. Yeah, two. Yeah. We did it again. Yeah, we did it again. We uh, <laughs> we actually got together, regardless of how the MTA has tried to fuck us over. That is true. <laughs> the MTA, if you don't live in New York, being the overlords who run the subway here. It's Metro Transit Authority. Is that what it is? Yeah. I always thought it was Metropolitan Transit Authority. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. wait. I could be wrong. I think... No, I don't know. Well, I think they stand for the same thing. I think that's what I was getting at. Well, I mean, we're both we're both right. Yeah. I think... <laughs> I, you know what? For the rest of our lives <laughs> and for the rest of the time we're doing anything that's involving cooligans, we are both right at all times. Correct. How was your week? Uh, my week was good. Exhausting. My girlfriend moved in with me. Oh, boy. Ugh. Oh, boy. Uh, so, we're doing that. Uh, you know, I'm, I've been, I grew up in a week. Yeah. Uh, so, that... <laughs> you've, you've been forced to grow up oh in a God, week. All right. Uh, let me not pick that up. Uh, yeah, not not fun <laughs> to hear one side of a phone conversation during a podcast. Uh, yeah, so I've been doing a lot of uh, moving in, painting. Yeah, uh, I can tell by a- the inflection in your voice walls. that you are trying to be positive. Okay, so look, I'm a different guy now because uh, <laughs> immediately I have I have two accent walls in my home. Two accent walls. Uh, one in my bedroom, one in my living room. One's French, one's German. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and it's it's cool. I. I <laughs> So it sounds like I'm, uh, you know, being like, yeah, I swear it's uh, cool. Look, like, you know, like, you know, like, uh, uh, you know, like my wife has me under, under her thumb. It's not that. Yeah. I mean, I'm not married or something. No, girl. this is uh, just a girlfriend. Moving it's just in. My girl. Yeah. And by so, the way, she moved like 20 minutes away. Uh, but from outside of the city, from outside of the city, about 40 minutes, which is, yeah. you know, for, I mean, that's significant long term relationship. Basically, you know, yeah. I mean, not long, t- long distance, what I meant. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, that's been my week, but I had a, a, a good end of the week uh, with uh, New York City FC and uh, Oh, man, Toronto, what a game. And we got to go to that game. I mean, look, I, or let's call it a match, whatever you guys want. Uh, I, you know, I got to be honest. I had probably as much fun as you can have at a match. I mean, it was exciting. The sun was out. It you know, it's, it's exactly what you think about when you think about MLS, you know, soccer. It's not going to be. You know, it's not watching, you know, Bayern Munich versus Barcelona. But what it is, it's fun. You know, it feels to me like we're we're starting at the bottom, you know. Now we're here. And now we're here, you know. (laughs) And also, it was just like, you know, Giovinco, I mean... Here's the thing. I mean, we our back line made him look a lot better than he really was. Sure. He is very good. Here's the thing. He's one of those guys that has so much talent available to him Mm -hmm. that all you have to do is give him that opportunity. I don't know why the team decided to not do what they did last time, which is just put him on his ass every time he got around. That's right. They show him what New York's really about. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. This time they were very, you know, they were like... uh, uh, they treated him like a house guest. Yeah, yeah, they <laughs> did. They did. I don't want to disrespect you. You know, I mean, you can put your feet up if you want. I did say make yourself at home. He is Italian. They were yeah. like, all right, well, you know, they gave him yeah. directions for good, uh, for maybe good calzones. Maybe, maybe that's what happened. Maybe he had some like real because you know Toronto. I mean, Toronto, I love you, but come on. Yeah, he's probably gonna get better Italian food here. He got around his paisans exactly. a little bit here. Uh, I uh, the one thing I was. Uh, I don't know, taken aback or, and also impressed by was how. Little of a man, very tall. Sebastian very tall. Giovinco is. Shea Facey is a small guy. And he looks like a giant. Yeah, and he to looks Giovinco. like a, a center to, to Giovinco's point guard. <laughs> it was amazing how so, tiny he is. Uh, is he s- smaller than Messi? I've never seen Messi um, live. I've, you know what? I'm going to look that up because I believe he is. He looks very, very small. I mean, if you told me he was taller than 5'3, I would be surprised. 
very very small. He's, he obviously does not have uh, he's not you know doesn't have Messi's skill, uh, but against NYCFC he kind of looked like he did. You know what I mean? He's not. I no, he's not on Messi's level. No. Certainly not. But he's he was a great player. I remember when he started with with uh, Juventus and he was in uh, the Italian national team. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's five feet five inches, and Messi is five foot six. If I'm not That's mistaken, a, that is. Five foot five is with the a cleats. Tiny, with the cleats on, there's no way he, uh, that guy is five foot five. Five foot six and a half for Messi. Uh, yeah, very tiny man. Oh. Dominant. And by the way, Messi needed uh, Messi needed uh, HGH to get to that height. <laughs> Did he really think? HGH? Yeah, you didn't know that. I didn't know when that. when Barcelona bought him at thirteen. He stayed. Well, I don't know if he stayed an extra year or if they bought him a year or two earlier and they gave him human growth hormone. In Argentina, where I guess it was either legal or yeah. it wouldn't cause him any issues, and then he went, um, he went to Barcelona's uh, academy. That's fascinating. So, how tall would he have been? Or how, uh, how I think s- they they said that he would have been like too small for the sport. The, but the HGH is not for height; it's for it's just he, he human growth. Too, I mean, you everything grows. G- general, okay, yeah. even penis, everything. Yeah, but then <laughs> it stays proportionate. So, if you have a tiny penis, you have to become like a giant in order to get a large penis. <laughs> That's how that works. <laughs> I don't know if you knew that. All right, I'm gonna look into. Yeah. Uh, I've been googling it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See what the medical, like uh, pharmaceutical law is yeah. like in Argentina. Yeah. Uh, we'll figure that. We'll figure that out. <laughs> uh, the game was absolutely amazing. In fact, um, you met you met JB. He was there. Gunner Punner on Twitter. That's right. If you guys are Arsenal fans, he's pretty famous. Um, a lot of fun. I mean, the guy's a season ticket holder for Arsenal. He did not know what to expect. Uh, kind of didn't want to go because it was a team owned by City. Okay. And. Um, I got there a little late. Uh, normally, I like to get there like an hour and a half before the match. Um, I actually ended up getting there only about 45 minutes before the match. And he had talked to a couple other fans. And everyone convinced him that we are different than City, although we are owned by the same group that owns Manchester City. So he felt much more comfortable that it wasn't just a bunch of Man City fans in New York City. Yeah, I'm not as familiar with uh, the English uh, sort of rivalries between the teams. So yeah. I, I don't, you know... Well, City gets a lot of shit for being now. I mean, they were they were a team in the third tier until uh, in you know uh, the an oil bear. Yeah, until yeah. Sheikh Mansour bought them, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden he starts basically, uh, you know, uh, basically you know it's, it's like a fantasy football league for the guy. Yeah, you know, yeah. He, he just started he, buying. He's stunting. And I know they weren't in. I mean, they got as far down as the third tier. I know they weren't in the third tier when he bought them, but nonetheless, yeah, uh, you know it. Uh, it's, it's one of those things where people are like, this is modern football. It's ki- it's killing real football because you're just buying a championship. I was watching uh, a, a bunch of uh, analysts talk about Raheem Sterling because he, oh, yeah. he, he just, just got moved bought, to City yeah. uh, for 76 million pounds. No, 76 million dollars, 49 million pounds. Okay. I yeah. don't know. Uh, Liverpool, <laughs> Liverpool wanted to said that he would not sell. They would not sell him for under 50 million pounds. And they did. Yeah. 49 million pounds, 1 million pounds short. Uh, and people are, people are mad. And mm-hmm. I saw so this anger that you talk about because I'm very unfamiliar with it. But yeah. everyone seemed very upset, mostly because he was 20 years old. He's only 20. Yeah. And he's getting that, this much money. And a lot of feel money. Like he hasn't proved himself to earn that kind of, uh, of a transfer While I fee. don't think he's proved himself to be a 50 million pound player, here's the thing. You have to have a certain amount of homegrown players on your club Yes, if you're an English if you're an English eight, club, right? Isn't it eight? I believe it is eight. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were short. They're short a few. Um, so, you know, they also could use the speed and, and a midfielder of that level. So he kind of solved a lot of problems for them. Yeah. So, 
you know, Arsenal, Arsene Wenger was cons- was rumored to have been looking at him after the purchase was made. He said he never even considered him. Whether he's jilted or not, you know, we never know. But, you know, he could have helped more than just one team. I think the team he could have helped the most, though, was Liverpool. So I feel bad that he got purchased away from him. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the English League, uh, you know, the fans tend to be very loyal. I know a lot of Arsenal fans, me being a big Arsenal fan, that refuse to follow NYCFC because they think that the uh, English team, uh, Manchester City, is using this club to avoid financial fair play rules. What is that? Uh, FFP is where you can't spend more than you make to a certain level. You can you can have a loss, but it's got to be like a mitigated loss to some degree. Okay. And, you know, the Sheik is... He doesn't care about losing money because he's got billions and billions and billions every day. Yeah. So, yeah, he doesn't care that he lost $550 million the year before. So $550 how, million. Pounds. How would he be using uh, NYCFC? Because they said, well, they're going to put the players under contract with MLS, which doesn't make any sense because the MLS has a hard cap. But they'll be like, oh, they'll put the players under contract in the MLS and then they'll loan them. So, like, if they wanted to buy Cristiano Ronaldo, NYCFC buys Cristiano Ronaldo, and then he's loaned uh, to uh, yeah. Manchester City, sure. which yeah. everyone's like, that'll never happen. And then Lampard does that. And they're like, well, it's only till the beginning of the season. And then he extends. <laughs> and we're like, all right, but still, you know, it's like we're going back and forth here. And it's pulling its straws. But, I, I mean, look, they, they, they kind of have a point. But also, they he didn't even start at the tail end of the season. It's not like they're doing that with a Cristiano Ronaldo or someone like that. They aren't. And if they wanted to, they could do that with the three other teams they own. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or the two of the, is it the Tokyo and, and Melbourne city? They don't have to do it with us. I, the one thing that came out is that Lampard never signed with us and, or them. He actually signed with CFG uh, city football group, which is the group that owns all yeah, of these teams. That's right. So it's like, yeah, you sign now with this like third party. That's technically not a third party. We can get into it's the like a shell corporation. Yeah, essentially, but yes and no. It's like the parent corporation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. But I think the big issue is that I, I think, you know, everyone's come out and said that uh, NYCFC is not a uh, it's not a it's not a, a child of it's a sister of, you know, so we're they want NYCFC to be a world class club. Tough to do that when we don't play in the Champions League. Uh, mm-hmm. We play in the CONCACAF Champions League. So, yeah, we beat a Honduran <laughs> club. Congratulations, you know. <laughs> Um, but but regardless, uh, the game Lampard did not. He ha, he hasn't played for anybody. Yeah, so he hasn't. Except no one, the no All Star game, <laughs> he's gonna play for the All Star game. Yeah, possibly before he plays for us. <laughs> Good job, Don Garver. Yeah, well, and, and you know we'll get into that a yeah, little yeah. bit. But as far as the game is concerned, I mean the atmosphere. I, you know, you, you're someone who wasn't. You were on the fence about buying tickets. Mm-hmm. I mean, what do you think about the atmosphere? Uh, the atmosphere is great. I mean, when I used to go to uh, Metro Stars games and Red Bulls games, I just sat, you know, in the in the standard seats. And yeah, you, you'd only really stand up when there was a goal. Yeah, uh, you or know, the national anthem, maybe exactly. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and now there's two things. Yeah, like definitely going to so many games, getting to like uh, see players over and over, yeah. sort of developing uh, 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 like a, a, a connection with the team. And also uh, developing developing a connection with the fans in the group that I'm in, in the section I'm yeah. in. Uh, that whole supporters group, that the chanting, the songs, it it makes a world of a difference to like to connect with any with any sports team. Yeah, but it, it yeah that game uh, in particular. I mean, we got eight goals. It was insane. It was insane. It was like, yay, oh, oh. yeah, oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, <laughs> that's pretty much. And I didn't realize at the time until I saw the highlights, uh, Jovinko got that hat trick in nine minutes. 
Did he really? I knew he got it in the first half, but I didn't know he got it in nine, nine minutes. It, it, it didn't feel like it was that fast. No, no. I got to be honest. The first 13 minutes of that game felt like an hour and a half. Yeah. I remember looking up going, Jesus Christ, still 13? <laughs> I remember thinking, like, I've been here for an hour and a half already. You know, it, it, There was so much action in that game. And I think it also goes to show that, you know, how good we could be if we just solved that back line. We obviously have, without without Lampard and without Pirlo, we have the tools to score. That, I was, mean, that was definitely the worst uh, defended game I saw in person. Yeah, because Kwame Watson Sorobi was in there. Uh, oh, boy, is Cirobo. he bad. Cirobo, sorry. <laughs> KWS. Ugh. He was he was not good. Uh, He's so bad, he made Shea Facey look worse because <laughs> Shea had to cover. Shea Butter had to cover him. Yeah. So they had to cover him in Shea Butter. Uh, <laughs> see, this has been a fun, uh, a fun part, as like about w- especially watching the games consistently and yeah. live. You sort of, uh, I'm, I'm, stu- I'm. I think as from going to a casual soccer fan to yeah. uh, you know a more diehard fan, I think I'm paying attention to defense a lot more than I ever was. Yeah, especially and, because it's a big woe for us. Exactly, and then but when you see that miscommunication, yeah, it's like. It's so obvious. Yeah, and also you couldn't see it on the TV because the TV only captures a part of the field. Yeah. So when you see someone starting to go out of place and you're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> One pass and then, oh, my God, that's the pass. Yeah. Oh, and he's open. And it's and then you see the difference in on like the, 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 the quality of the forwards. Yeah. And, and in Giovinco, if you make one little mistake, I mean, you're done. <sighs> that That's uh, his second goal. Uh, I don't know. If, not the penalty kick, but the the, the the little the chip over. Not the chip. Not the chip. The one where the the uh, the other forward uh, did like a back heel kick. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And Cerebro, he went after the ball. He yeah. did that back heel kick, and Jovinko was gone. Uh, and that split second of like, I mean, it was a great move. Yeah. By that forward, but that split second, you're like, he's he's. And, and if you were watching, if you were playing FIFA and that was your player, you'd throw your remote because you know you made a mistake. <laughs> That's right. Uh, but yeah, seeing that split second is like, oh, cerebral, man. man. Come on, dude. Come on, just why do you why you let them play you yeah, like that? You son? fucked up, son. <laughs> yeah, you know your parents are watching. <laughs> one, one thing I'm I'm uh, I don't know if, I don't know if I'm necessarily frustrated by, but with all these new players, I feel like I don't know if other teams do this, but NYCFC seems to be bringing in new players. Very often. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if this is a common expansion team thing, but I think from the beginning of the season, you sort of get attached to the players that are already there. Right. And then it's like it's like the new guy showing up in the middle of the season yeah, yeah, to yeah. take your starting p- position. I'm like, oh, come on, guys. Yeah. I think we were all like <laughs> like Hernandez. Like Hernandez kind of developed somewhat of a rapport in center yeah. and center back. And we were all like, well, I know he's injured, but we're like, who are these other people? <laughs> you know, why, why are they know, here? I don't know I think guys. Uh, more than more than Villa, I think the one player that the fans would not want to see replaced is Poku. Oh no! I think, and we started our, our song for Poku. We That's started right. a new song for Poku because I invented that I'm in love with the Poku. And now, did. by way of Gunner Punner, I want people to make sure that they know where that came from. Yeah, I mean, and they have to. And I got to be honest, for all the shit that Hearts of Oak get. They actually sing that they song do. every time, uh, and and you're welcome. Hearts of Oak say. is a supporters group. So if people don't yeah, know. So yeah. Hearts of Oak is a supporter. There's there seems to be uh, uh, 1,700 supporters <laughs> groups in three sections that you could join. Yeah, for, and they're all fighting with each other. Yeah, which is very uh, strange. This is very new to me. <laughs> yeah, the fact that we're which, all, everyone's supporting the same thing. It's interesting. The Hearts of Oak TIFO did not make it to ESPN. I don't know if you saw mm-hmm. when they were showing them on television during the the rivalry weekend. Throw more fuel on that fire christian <laughs> just because we were in that section and i yeah. you know i think i was even holding the banner up or it yeah. went over us or something it went behind 
there was one behind us and one in front of us. And I was like, oh, very strategically placed so we don't have to work. <laughs> we don't have to do anything. So I was like, oh, how come, uh, you know, our banner didn't show up? A TIFO, uh, for people who don't know, a TIFO is basically the, the, the those big banners at stadiums. Yeah, that usually uh, that will say something audience. sarcastic or yeah. supportive or and negative towards another team. So third rail is the official supporters group. And yeah, they're, they're recognized. Yeah, by the team. Yeah. And their TIFO made it on television. Right. And it was beautiful. Whoever designed it, the Jersey yeah. Boys Live, one night in New York only, really exactly. really pushing the line on, you know, uh, Red Bulls playing or being from New, from Jersey. New Jersey. Yeah, and it was very clever. Uh, it, it was really cool to see. Yeah, very well done. Very and then, well done. But the Hearts of Oak one was uh, Red... Uh, 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 what is it? Uh, Red Bull ruining... Uh, football since, since 1996 yeah or whatever like it was yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, since whatever year they took it wasn't over. as clever but no but it also it, it was, was large yeah and it should have made it to television and it was also very reminiscent of like how like bundesliga uh like lower level bundesliga teams or like lower level la liga teams would argue against some of the big yeah. shiny teams coming in um but so it, i thought it was i thought it was kind of nice in general i love this i love the fanfare more than any other sport. The atmosphere is really it, what we're it's, talking it's about. It's really good. Do you man. think there's anything missing from the atmosphere? I mean, I kind of miss being able to hear, like, calls. You know what I mean? Because it's like you don't get to hear any of the – it's just us chanting and jumping up and down. Yeah, but that's sort of sort of like a, any sport in general. Yeah. Uh, you sort of miss out on that. I've, I've never gone to an NFL game, but I've always heard that. And watching the NFL live is the worst. It's because so boring. It's the most boring. And it's freezing. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, what are, I love uh, – I, and I want to do this on the show a lot, but I love – Calls. I love soccer calls more than any other sport. Really? Yeah, I honestly Is do. it just the standard goal? <laughs> no, no, no. Because it de- depending on uh, definitely who, uh, the announcer yeah. and the country. Okay, yeah, because you said you don't like, you weren't a big fan of EPL teams. No. So do you watch a lot of EPL? A little bit, but I mean, it's not as exciting as South America. Colombia, have you ever seen, uh, and I just found this recently because I, I've, I, a lot of my friends are Colombian. Right. And I'm I'll, sorry to hear that. I'm only kidding, Colombian. <laughs> great people. Yeah, great uh, ca- people. Cafeteros. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and they, uh, so I'll watch games with them, the yeah. ones that air here. And, you know, and it's always fun. I, uh, Some I awesome go, soccer being played in that country. In, uh, I don't know, in Astoria, uh, in Queens in general, there's a lot yeah. of Colombians. So Astoria has a massive Colombian yeah, population. And I, I would go to Studio Square to watch the World Cup games. The, yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. The last World Cup. And the atmosphere is amazing. Yeah. But. I would love to be in Colombia because I just found this uh, the, uh, a call from Colombian TV, which is, I, I think it's the best on earth. I don't think there is the best on earth. I mean, please, if you find a better call uh, or an announcer or a country that does it better than this, yeah. uh, this is from uh, from the last World Cup. You're going to play this? I'm going to play this. Oh, okay. It's from the last World Cup. This is, I believe it's Hamas scoring goal. I, I'm not exactly sure who it is scoring. It doesn't this matter. is from the World Cup. This is from the World Cup. Uh, so here's a, a Colombian goal on Colombian TV. Quedó Quintero y también Carlos Sánchez para levantar cuadrado. Así está el panorama para el equipo de Colombia. Ahora en el primer palo, salva atrás. ¡Cabezazo! ¡Golazo de Cabe! ¡Golazo! ¡Golazo de Colombia! ¡Gol de Colombia! Oh, ¿Es there music? Oh. music. Oh. <laughs> oh, that echo. Do you think that's real? This is very real. You think this is a guy saying that, or do they? You think they record and play this? No, no. This Why is, is there dance music? <laughs> it's Colombia, man. This is the, <laughs> the reverb <laughs> on that. Oh my god! It sounds like 
the most important thing happening in the universe right now. What's funny is it sounds like the highlight that most people put up on YouTube. <laughs> you know, like they'll put like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, something's, this is, it sounds like something you would do in post. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is this a, this is a, this is a, just a, a, a different goal. Well, he sounds like he's going nuts. That's okay. So, so I, uh, I've, uh, that is hilarious. I, so, I spoke to uh, some of my Colombian friends, uh, who are from Colombia, and I was like, and I sent, I sent him this, uh, this clip, and I was like, dude, this is, do you know about this? This is ridiculous, right? Yeah. I've never, <laughs> I've never, I've, I've watched a lot of Uruguayan <laughs> matches, and they're like, and a goal has been scored. <laughs> They've never, I've never, boom, tip, boom, tip, boom, tip, boom, tip, uh, boom, My friend, he was, uh, my friend Jones, he was like, yeah, that's how I grew up watching yeah, soccer. That's this, how it's supposed to be. It's it's weird here. Yeah. Why is it? Why is no one excited? And we talk about this all the time because <laughs> if you go to a, an MLS match, you'll find uh, South American, Mexican, uh, Caribbean, uh, and European fans all blending in. Then the European fans are like, "Why do we need drums?" And everyone's <laughs> like, "Why don't those guys have drums?" You know, it's like it's it's so funny. Yeah, it's like we just. I mean, we literally don't speak the same language, mm-hmm. but, we, you know, as fans, we don't speak the same language yeah. either. There, there's a uh, um, definitely, I don't know. It, for me, my impression of European fans yeah. are usually a little bit more violent, yeah. like the, the diehards. Sure. When in Argentina, they bring machetes into the game <laughs> I, and they also mace the this, opposing player. But this is my like whatever this. But the stereotypes, because people have stereotypes. Of, of course. Of soccer fans sure and you know this is what this podcast is about to show that hey this is yeah it's guys like us too yeah we're not hooligans we're not hooligans we're cool we're cool again everybody keep it cool again <laughs> you know be cool again bro be yeah cool come again. on be cool again everybody <laughs> put down those put down those drums yeah so you be know cool we don't have to be you know violent no uh, we don't soccer have to. fans and we also and then the uh, the opposite end is you know americans who just think soccer is yeah. gay and uninteresting so it's this this a casual fan yeah there's somewhere in between yeah there's a little gray matter <laughs> and that's us you put us together what do you have besides a slightly overweight gray person <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah so americans don't really get down like that i'm right i mean can you think of anything where like uh i mean ray hudson sometimes i'm being sports Although there was that call for the Women's World Cup. Oh. Well, but but that was on Univision. That was on Univision, yeah. right? Even I mean, yeah, it was in American uh it was in America where the call was made. Uh but this was this was during the Women's World Cup. Car- Carly Lloyd's Golasso. Golasso from the half from the half which, halfway. Oh which was man. Unbelievable. Jersey zone, Carly Lloyd. <laughs> They're going. Yeah, I, he's gonna have to change his underwear. <laughs> oh. No, we're not done. Wait a minute. <laughs> How many times can they show the replay during this call? <laughs> <laughs> What's the insurance on this guy's lungs like? Good God. Oh, 
Oh. 15 minutes. And hat trick. It's beautiful. Oh my god, but man! See, he went in. I think it, I think there's something about uh, you know maybe Europeans and then Anglo Americans where right. showing that much emotion feels feels wrong. Feels forced. It feels yeah. yeah it's don't like why? Why do you care so much? Self conscious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to show that way. It's it's like uh, it's like being in an improv you know <laughs> troupe. You know, why do like, you need so much attention? Yeah, <laughs> no, come on, buddy. I mean, it says one nothing. There, We're good now. There is something to I don't know if it's uh, necessarily Latin culture, right. but the, uh, of like, yeah, I can. It's my time. Yeah, we display. can be happy. We can display this. Yeah. And our telenovelas, you know, we're like, you know, we're slapping people and we're getting upset. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, and it's okay. I mean, not the slapping. You shouldn't slap people. Yeah. No, uh, well, I mean, during a, a <laughs> show, but, sure. But the, but the display of, of that passion is like welcome. Perfectly fine. Yeah. Yeah. Which is nice. Those, those are two absolutely amazing goals. <laughs> I would love if Ian Darko, who I think we both think who does is, an amazing job. Uh, yeah. I would love if the next time a goal is scored... Someone just starts in the background, just starts playing some dance music. He'd be like, what in the hell is going on in here? But just an Irish accent yeah. in the call. He'd be checking it. his cell phone. Like, who's calling? You know? <laughs> Where is this music coming from? Ian, Ian Dark is definitely, I guess, the closest, to, in my opinion, yeah. of like to Latin uh, that did, uh, making a call, that display, that displaying that passion. Because... Wow. Ray I'm, Hudson, I think. Although Ray Hudson yes. loves like South American soccer too. So he kind of has, I mean, I, I'm not sure if it's Irish or Scottish exactly, or maybe he's like North English, uh-huh. um, but his accents, like it's almost comically hard to hear. So when he's like, oh my, just you know, everything, <laughs> it's like, you know, this is the sound. Like if someone was a virgin for 50 years, the first time they come, that's the sound they would make. <laughs> you know, it's like, that's what he does when, whenever you know, Messi or yeah. any Argentinian is playing, you know, I mean, it, there was a player named Raquelme who, who Raquelme, yeah. yeah, was famous uh, for Boca Juniors and mm-hmm. he went to, he played with Barca, never really took off with Barca. They thought maybe he wasn't at that level, but the guy with, I mean, he's maestro, you know, the guy with the ball at his feet was amazing. A little mm-hmm. too old now. He just retired, I think last year, or the year before, but you know, he would talk about Raquelme like he was Pele in the flesh, you know, yeah. and it was fun to watch, man. I, that music, <laughs> Dad is great. Imagine that, and you know it's like and another home run for a Rob. Boom, chip, boom, chip, boom, chip, boom. It it is. Uh, I mean, it's the most different type of uh, yeah you know, announce announcement I've ever heard. Uh, but it's it, initially it's so it's so if you obviously if you didn't grow up with it, yeah, it's it's the strangest sounding thing. Yeah, in the if world. you grew up in Newcastle, you'd be like, come on, man. <laughs> But once you hear like two, three times, it's like, oh man, how could how how have I heard a call without this? It yeah. feels I feel empty without it. That's like if you guys if you don't know this, uh, footballparatodos.com. Mm-hmm. And if you if you guys don't understand Spanish, all you have to do is go to YouTube and uh, put in um, football with F U T B O L para P A R A todos T O D O S. Um, Argentina has passed a law with all their games are free on YouTube in HD. Oh, nice. And you can watch them anywhere. Sometimes the big games are like you're not in the area, like uh, Boca versus River, like the real big man. But every once in a while, you can watch them. Um, I, I was watching one of my wife's like, why are you listening to music and watching a soccer game? Because they're playing, you know, the esta noche tenemos yeah. que got, I mean, that's literally going on the entire match. Yeah, yeah. Even at halftime, like the whistle blows, no one goes to smoke a cigarette. They're they're <laughs> sitting there singing. You were saying uh, real quick. You were saying uh, if people don't 
know Spanish. This is America. Yeah, of course they know Spanish. <laughs> they know Spanish. Yeah, at this point, you uh, know, you know, the, all regardless the, of what Trump <laughs> says. Okay, <laughs> all these people that are like, this is America. No, this is America. Yeah, learn Spanish. Yeah. Get, all right, get used to it. Listen, I mean, I'd hate to say this, but in a few years, it's going to be the it's national language. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just piss everyone off in the Midwest. Listen, uh, I think that call was great. In fact, it reminded me of the parade right. for the uh, Women's World Cup. Yeah. Um, why don't we take a break and we'll come back and talk about that. Sound good? Let's do it. All right, we'll be right back, guys. Wonderful predator inside the box. What a ball! He did it again. And it's the second in a row and it's Messi's magic that is bringing the curtain up and it's Villa that's bringing the curtain down. Real Madrid's defense stretched out like spandex on Miami Beach and Casillas is left naked. Again, it's the visionary genius of Lionel Messi and the precise weight of the pass that opens the white shirts up like a fresh fish. What a pass. Absolutely brilliant dynamic. He doesn't need two touches. He doesn't need to control it because this piece of orgasmic passing is perfection. He sees through three white shirts on the run. Hey guys, welcome back. So uh, last uh, last week, what do we have? We oh the women's World Cup uh, parade, the final parade, the parade for the for the uh, Canyon of Heroines, as they wanted to call it that day, which I thought was beautiful. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. and actually, I didn't uh, realize this, and I had uh, I think uh, there was some uh, quote from De Blasio. Uh, it was the first parade for a women's sport. Yeah, in New York. Yeah, that had never happened before. I know that. Um, I believe Emilio, Emilia, Emilio, Emilio Estevez had one. Emilia Earhart. <laughs> had a parade did she i believe yeah she had one of the canyon heroes parades so it's not the first one to honor a woman but the first one to honor women's sports oh, which i think is great that's cool and well, look the ho- u.s ho- cared hopefully what uh what happened to amelia won't happen to the US no women's imagine they team. get <laughs> so they were going to play a game <laughs> in this in the pacific <laughs> they, they get lost uh the uh yeah i mean two what is it 25 25 and a half million people watched, watched it. the, the yeah. most watched final or uh, soccer game of all time in the u.s <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, the parade was awesome. People had some complaints, though, you know? They did. People, people like, like, like they will tend to do, <laughs> bitched about nothing. Um, Is it nothing? I don't, I don't know if it's nothing. We might, we might disagree on this. We yeah, haven't talked about we it. We haven't talked about this. But, uh, but people were upset because the MLS got a little bit involved in the parade itself. Yeah. Uh, so the- Which, as I understood it, was to help negate the cost of the parade. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, because I know they paid, you know, in order to have a float, you have to pay a sponsorship. You're sponsoring it. Yeah. So, yeah, I believe it cost the city $1.5 million. Now, I don't know if that was before or after uh, the money made from the sponsorships of the floats. Okay. But to me, it was, and yeah, maybe the MLS didn't need to do it, but I think it's great, especially with the women's league not doing as well. To me, it's great to have uh, a, a show of solidarity, you know? Yeah. I mean, part of it is jumping on something that people care about, you know, and it's great to promote yourself. So I get where people are coming from. Yeah. And I think that that's the majority of what people will see it. But at the end of the day, I think when we look back, we won't see it as having been a marketing opportunity. We'll see it as these women did something absolutely amazing. They should be honored. And all those girls in the audience and all those boys in the audience that were that were on that were, you know, inspired by it is great. What better than to show a sign of solidarity and have 
some of the men's teams from the local area there, you know, and have the league where the men play in, have them there honoring and applauding them. Yes. It, it, but you I, don't I, agree. <laughs> I, 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 so that, that's the first time I've heard you uh, make that point. And I, I, I am, uh, I sort of, I'm very sympathetic to it. I think that, I think you, you, you're right. And I think, the, the people who don't agree with you are kind of right. Also, like our friend wrote an article about this. Evan Davis, uh, who's a writer for Holler Magazine. Amazing writer and a very funny comic. Uh, he wrote an article about this ex- uh, exact topic. And his, uh, I don't want to misquote or yeah. anything. but well, his, We're paraphrasing here. Yeah, yeah. So uh, sort of the, the, the uh, broad point he was making uh, was a <laughs> broad point. <laughs> Why is that funny? <laughs> no reason. <laughs> Sorry. So... The point he was making was basically like uh, because the MLS uh, was involved, w- w- NYCFC and, and the Red Bulls, and and men were on the dais with the women. Yeah. That it's it's basically like women can't ha- can't achieve, uh, you know, a, a, you know, a grand accomplishment without not necessarily men uh, taking some of the credit, but it's almost like the normal thing is. You know, we we celebrate male accomplishment because essentially no teams from the the or, or representative from the the women's soccer league would not yeah. have been on the dais if the men had won the World Cup. I I like to believe, and this is where my point comes from. I like mm-hmm. to believe that that's wrong. Okay, I like to believe, and I would like to live in a world where if the women uh, won, the men were there to show support and it also get some of the spotlight because that's going to happen. Yeah, and if the men won which would be a wonderful day as being someone who followed the men's team way more than the women's team. And I've been very open and honest about that. Um, if the men won the, the World Cup, I would hope and I would, I would love it if some of the women's uh, you know, NWSL uh, teams were there or just some of the players from the national team, something along those lines. Sure. And also, and hopefully there will be any, some women in the you know, front offices of some of these uh, MLS teams or just the MLS league, or maybe there'll be a female commissioner one day. Uh, they should have as equal right to be there yeah. as anyone else. What I'm looking for is more inclusion versus exclusion. You know what I mean? Um, I'm one right. of those people that. What a, what a bold statement to make. I mean, what, you know, because here's the thing, like if we're and I'm all for equal rights. Across Are you against the board. slavery as well? Yeah, yeah. I think I want to say something. Glad the Berlin Wall came down. OK, I want everyone to know where I stand. Uh I think if it's one thing that I that I point to a lot, especially being a lot, you know, someone who's Latin and and looking at, you know, sort of the struggles that minorities are having, us included, um, not just with this conversation. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm one of those people that's like I, I want I, I want to be included more than I want to exclude someone else. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, I'm, I'm happy that the men were there because we they were there honoring the women. It wasn't the MLS honors the women's national team parade. Yeah, it, was it was the women's national team parade. With you know special guest appearance, <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay, you know I I, I I agree with you. I think I think it. I see both sides of the argument. I think it's definitely to me it's definitely more, um, sort of uh, capitalizing on a marketing opportunity more Absolutely. than more than it's hey we're men we yeah, yeah. we want to yeah well those broads one <laughs> I want in you know I don't think it was that you know <laughs> I don't think it was that I either. think what you and I are I think what you and I are doing like I see the icing on the cake is having been hey it's a great marketing opportunity two and a half twenty five point five million people won look at all the people in the audience if they see the logos of the local teams they'll be inspired to buy season tickets or just come to a match sure and that's obviously a part of it and I'm sure Don Garber's final or first thought was hey we need to get some logos up on this thing <laughs> yeah. i'm sure that was it but i like to live in a world where i believe 
the men showed up. And I know I supported as a sign of solidarity, not as, hey, I'm going to support this because I want people to, to think of me as like being a fan of all soccer. I'm, I'm very much happy the women won. I watched some of the matches. It was absolutely amazing. I hope they win every time. I hope the men learn from that and, and you know, play harder and win and develop faster, just as fast as the women seem to be developing because they're doing an amazing job. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like to I like to live in a world where, yeah, like, hey, it's like we're all applauding as soccer fans because really yeah. as soccer fans, we're the minority. You know, as soccer players, we're the minority, all of us. It's And I, and I get that the women want to be paid equally to the men. And I think part of that is, you know, We've proven that the national team is is has the fanfare, you know, and those women on the national team deserve to be paid as much as the men on the national team. Yeah. But when it comes to the women's league, I think there's a lot to be proven there. I think there's a lot to be desired also. You know, they need to prove that they are a draw. I, most of their matches, I believe, are on ESPN3 or on YouTube. Okay. I believe they're on YouTube. You know, maybe more people need to watch that. If you want, you know, everyone's like, oh, women should be paid the same when it comes to women's soccer. I agree. But that means show up. Yeah, you got to watch. Buy some, buy some shirts. Do something. There was can't just talk about it. Just uh, the other day, there was a a a senator from Vermont. uh, uh, I forgot his exact name. I think uh, 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 Patrick Leahy. Yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah, Leahy. I don't know. Uh, He like I guess he introduced like uh, uh, I don't know if it's a bill or he introduced something on the Senate floor saying, "Hey, FIFA." You gotta you gotta pay these women yeah. something a little bit more even because they they they, uh, they put up the 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 German men's team who won the World Cup yeah. got uh, twenty five million dollars right and the women's uh, World Cup champions got two yeah so that disparity is insane sure but I think it's also a part of who's watching I mean the U S loves the women's national team. Some of these other countries, I know Germany yeah. uh, gets involved. England, this was the first time I've ever heard of England really caring about their women's national team. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, it, it's not a draw just yet, you know, so you're not going to make as much. I, 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 it seems to be only a draw in the U.S. That's Yeah, uh, and again, it's probably because we won in 91 and 99. So, like, you know, we're like, hey, we're winning at soccer. Let's mm-hmm. watch this. And I think the, the, the talent level is what I think is going to keep people watching women's soccer because Carly Lloyd proved one thing and one thing only. You know, the thing about Abby Wambach, from when I used to watch her before when she played a much bigger role in, in, in you know her earlier years, she was what would have been, you know, uh, a forward in the English league in the 80s. You know, she was sort of a bruiser, someone who would get up, head the ball in from crosses, kind of a, a somewhat, and I don't want to call it antiquated, but sort of stepping away from modern style football of moving it down the center. Carly Lloyd. Carly Lloyd, I mean, put her on the men's team. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. She fucking showed up. <laughs> she, I mean, monster. You know, come on, that half. We played the the call. That I mean, we all felt like that. You know, when when that went yeah. in. That so I mean, real. it's being a draw, and hopefully, and I and I, it's if you go back two cycles, you know, or if you go three cycles, people started paying attention to the men's national team and men's soccer, which has always been much more popular than women's mm-hmm. uh, soccer up until recently. Hopefully this is, I feel like they're two cycles behind, but hopefully the, the, the results we've seen in fandom in the U.S. for men's soccer, we're going to now start seeing in women's soccer. And I think at some point in the future, we're going to be asking that the men be paid as much as the women because, man, <laughs> did they, too. They were amazing to watch. Hey, you know what? But the only problem I have is uh, with that pay disparity between the men and the women is we're talking about FIFA. Yeah. There's, there's uh, yeah, you can say, hey, they don't, uh, you know, not as many people watch or yeah. whatever. Blatter didn't even show up. He didn't, yeah. Yeah. He, he couldn't, couldn't be bothered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with a, a national tournament. Sure. You know? 
Uh, and I think it was Alex Morgan who said they met at an awards and he didn't even know who she was. Yeah. So I mean, you know, and here's a guy who goes on chat shows and has everything to say about Cristiano Ronaldo being a general and all that. Doesn't even know who Alex Morgan is, who was an integral part exactly. of the the you know the the sort of get you know second place. I mean, finish. These are the top stars on on the planet. Yeah. With the best female soccer players. Yeah. On Earth. You tell me he doesn't get Sports Illustrated <laughs> swimsuit edition. She was painted on. For God's sakes. So, but the the. the sort of history of, of FIFA's corruption absolutely makes me think like well how can you justify such a huge pay gap yeah and to your point this is in a non-for-profit organization that has yeah billions in the <laughs> bank plenty, plenty. so uh, you know what I agree that with what I said I think is still true but I agree with you <laughs> they could have tossed them a bit more money. just a little bit they more. got it maybe less boats less it yachts. it ain't tricking if you got it you know what I mean maybe I'm sure a lot of that money's going towards lawyers right now <laughs> but it ain't tricking if you got it spend it baby toss that dough in the air exactly make it rain <laughs> uh you know I uh I actually called in to uh, WFAN, which is a you know a really famous That's, uh, sports uh, radio in station. New York, yeah. Um, I have a friend who works there who texts me like, "Man, people are really complaining." My people were like, "This isn't your demographic. This is things being people are calling and saying this on the air. Why are you putting so much air time? This is during an hour so and a half parade." Okay, so uh, during they were mean? covering the parade. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so they would have uh, they had two people: the guy who calls the NYCFC matches on the radio, and um, I can't Pam Oliver. It wasn't Pam Oliver. I can't remember her name. Uh, they were there, and they had another guy on a cell phone. Uh, so they had people stationed there, like yeah. doing like, "Hey, here's what I see." Blah 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 blah. Very simple. Every few minutes, they would pop in and say something, and the guy would go back to talking about the Mets. Uh, the whoever was the host for Joe and Evan, you know, I'm glad he was there instead of Joe and Evan because they don't know anything about soccer. They're very dismissive of it. Mm -hmm. As much as I love Joe Beningo, very dismissive of it. This guy, very supportive of it, and people were calling in and complaining, and he was sitting there trying to defend it. And I just called in. I'm like, you really want to hear about JBP's blown off finger? <laughs> you know, for another third hour? I mean, come on. You yeah, know? Yeah. I'm like, look at the faces of these young girls. Don't any of you people have daughters or sisters? Like, look at the beautiful faces on these girls. They showed up. They're crying. Some of these girls. They're seeing heroes. You know, like, isn't that enough? You know? Yeah, yeah. I forgot some of the other things I said, but I just, I was like, uh, you know, at some it's point. It's very, very touching. Yeah. I mean, for me, you yeah, know, yeah. it was like, you know, we should be applauding this. And this is another reason why I'm glad there were all the, you know, not just women there. It's like, look, everyone is, is involved in this. It's not just like, we're all there to cheer them on. Like, is that not enough for you? You know, and I said, <laughs> I did say this, which I don't know if it made the air, but I said, you know, these old guys, I figured they'd be happy that one, we beat the Japanese, right? I think you would love that. Sure. Rem remember those days? <laughs> and two, we beat a bunch of women. I mean, that's probably what they do <laughs> on their, on their spare time. I mean, I, it, it, it's difficult when uh, uh, people are like, well, are we covering this women bullshit yeah. or whatever? It's like, it's hard to take them seriously because it's like, dude, it sounds like you just hate women. Yeah, it's exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> or just, uh, why are we talking about soccer? And yeah. the one guy, the one guy goes, this is the third hour I've heard you mention soccer. You've committed way too much airtime <laughs> to it. And this isn't your demographic. I'm like, is this the general manager of the station calling in? <laughs> you know, they never talk about soccer. And they you know, never. And it's a safe bet. To talk about it when 25 million people watch the game, it's probably it's pro you know it's, you, there's a lot of people who probably don't, are not that interested in it. Yeah, but there's a huge amount of people. Can we talk about are. the meeting that they probably had and they're like, should we talk about it? Should we have people there? It was the most watched soccer game of all time, the women's final, and America won, and the parade is in our hometown. 
well, I guess we should have at least someone there. I'm sure that was the meeting. It wasn't like yeah. let's let's force soccer down the throats <laughs> of these jaded Mets fans. And I, I the other thing I said on the radio was like, if they were wearing blue and orange and losing every three days, I bet you you'd be happy about it. I was so upset. I was so upset. Can we just start calling people who don't support uh, the the uh, the U.S. women's and men's national teams terrorists? Can we just start yeah. doing that? Yeah. Because it's it's really unpatriotic. Yeah. It's all, it's so curmudgeoning. You know, <laughs> uh, why do we got to talk about soccer? Well, it's the new era. You know, yeah. I don't like I don't like One Direction, but a lot of people do. Okay, <laughs> you know. I, and I would I would kind of understand if it was just like some regular season MLS game, and yeah. they're like, "You're talking about it too much." But there's a, there's thousands of people. Yeah. Look out your office window. Yeah. There's, the th- there's thousands of people supporting. Uh, 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 like an, an amazing accomplishment. Yeah, the last time this much paper was thrown out of windows was to cover up crimes, white collar crimes. <laughs> this is people are excited. All the shredded yeah. paper they <laughs> throw. <shredded> <laughs> throwing it out one of my favorite moments was the guy who was in the audience called in who was there like he was there he was their correspondent in with yeah. the crowd he's like uh someone tried to put up uh papers on the window and spell out usa but they did it wrong they spelled that um sua and the crowd started to chant sua sua but not to be dicks just to help them figure out because they have to do it backwards and i guess yeah. they didn't do it right again women i mean but uh, i mean only kidding but uh they even did it wrong so the, the crowd even in a nice dicky way is yeah. helping that's soccer and i think that's what we talked about in the first segment Good is people. you know atmosphere what a wonderful atmosphere at the parade um and so it's it's fine that the cosmos didn't have a, a float we get it but you know we're trying our hardest i'm calling in radio stations you're supporting in your own way by booing the men that are there uh christian yeah accent I, I, I want the mls to succeed yeah i do let's talk about actually let's come back and let's talk about uh some of the uh a new player that might be coming to the MLS Ooh. might be. Um, and even though he hasn't played, he also didn't get voted into the All-Star game, which makes me think <laughs> uh, maybe he's not coming. We'll be right back. Sound good? Yep. All right. We'll be right back, guys. Driven. Steven Gerrard crosses midfield. Has Keane on the right. Goes to him. Robbie. To Husidic. Robbie wants it again. Played it. So. We're back. We are back from our break. Um, and let's talk a little bit about a uh, new player that might be coming to the league. Um, I'm sure you've heard this name before. I know you're not a big fan of the European leagues, but are, are you a Real Madrid fan by any chance? I'm not a fan, but I'm aware. Uh, uh, do you know a player named Chicharito? Yeah, Javier Chicharito Hernandez. Hernandez, yes. Yeah, I know him. Yeah. Uh, because I, I knew him when he was on uh, Manchester, actually. More yeah. First. Yeah. Uh, might be coming. To the MLS. To the MLS, to Orlando City Ooh. Soccer Club. Boo. Uh, might be coming uh, for the the number that's being talked about right now is $10 million a year. So that's more than Javinko, more than Villa, more than Lampard, more than Pirlo. Not yeah. together, but more yeah. than all of those guys. But, but also Chicharito would be paid more than eight whole teams in the MLS. Wow. Well, I mean, he's also in his prime. His, But his prime is not 
a very high ceiling. No. So. I mean, <laughs> he's kind of just a goal poacher. I mean, really. Yeah. He's he, not a 1v1, which I got to be honest, goal poachers are great in the MLS because of the way we tend to play, where we're more athletic. His positioning, his wise. I mean, Wondolowski's made a career out of it. Yeah. You know, sort of being in the right position at the right time. I think, I think, which is, it, would which be is a, a win. skill in itself. Yeah, but come on, 10 million? 10 million. I think, I think Orlando, I think the Brazilian millionaire who owns Orlando. Uh, Orlando City uh, could probably use that 10 million in better ways to help the people of Orlando. Possibly. Uh, if you had the 10 million dollars, uh, what would you spend it on to help? What's one thing? And you don't have to spend all 10 million right now. I probably would. Just a one go, shot. You'd go for it. <laughs> what would you do to help the people of Orlando? Well, I don't know Orlando too well, but I have been there. You have been there, right? Yeah, I went there once. Okay. Uh, I was, uh, I believe, 19 years old. I got to say, it's enough. I think once <laughs> is enough. I went there because, it, uh, so this was the, the first vacation I took uh, pretty much by myself. I, I, ah. I bought a, uh, a trip to Orlando. We got to, I went to Universal Studios. I took my first girlfriend. Whoa. Uh, with, I used all my GameStop money. There you uh, go. Uh, and <laughs> Which just, you worked at GameStop. It's I not worked, like you sold every game yeah, you had. Sure. It wasn't, and it, it also sounded like I had like stock in GameStop. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I worked there. I used my dividends <laughs> from all those GameStop <laughs> and all the splits that happened. I, uh, yeah, I used my assistant manager money uh to to go to orlando and i went to like universal studios stayed at a double tree uh it was beautiful it was great my favorite part about orlando favorite part of the city favorite part of the city was uh the raspberry vinaigrette dressing there it is at the double tree <laughs> was okay so this double tree is it that good I, look i've talked about this raspberry vinaigrette it was the first time i ever had ra- raspberry vinaigrette dressing it was on my salad it was uh, I had never experienced something like this before. It it was so good. I <laughs> I okay. So Orlando it overshadowed every other part of Orlando, including so Universal Studios. I've, I've so I went to Orlando. I was I was nineteen. This must have been uh, what two thousand two, I think. Right, mm-hmm. something like that. Two thousand two. So not only is this your first trip, this is your first post nine eleven trip. Correct. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, I got it. So you're, you. I'm gonna get I on the plane go. because of this girl <laughs> and because of Orlando. It may have been before nine eleven. I don't remember. Uh, but whatever. Regardless, I went uh, as soon as we got to that hotel, and I had this raspberry vinaigrette dressing. I've been talking about this <laughs> dressing for nearly fifteen years. I I'm not exaggerating. This is not the first time I'm talking about have it. Have you been back? And you haven't been. I back? I haven't been back. But I've literally. If like, we have any fans in Orlando, can someone go to the Double Tree? I look at Universal Studios. I was. I couldn't. I, I. The only thing I haven't done is call the Double Tree to find out what brand of raspberry vinaigrette dressing they use, uh, or what, or who makes it. I don't know if it's yeah. made there. And I want to. I want to. I want to tell the world the one thing. I mean, Christian and I have a lot that not in common um, that we don't have in common. One of the biggest issues that you and I don't have in common is I absolutely adore food, and you could care less. Yeah, I'm not a big so, fan of food. So if if you just just, you you so much couldn't be bothered that you've bought a powdered meal replacement. That's right. Essentially, that's how much you couldn't be bothered with actually eating. So the fact that you loved yeah this, this vinaigrette be, so much this is true love. This is be yeah. <laughs> this I mean this is real. This is like I want to ask you know the raspberry vinaigrette's father for like hand in marriage. Could I, let me ask you a question? When you first ate the uh, the vinaigrette, what do you think it sounded like? <laughs> my, how okay uh when i first had it i i th- i think i basically said like 
whoa, what is this? <laughs> and I called over the waitress and I said, excuse me, what is this? And she's like, it's raspberry vinegar dressing. And then I looked at my first girlfriend and I said, you got to try this because this is unbelievable. Really? <laughs> so, uh, I mean, without a doubt, it was one of the greatest moments uh, of my life. Yeah. I think, I think the closest sort of, uh, sort of, I, I guess, expression yeah. I, I, I can think when, when, when I put it in my mouth uh, was uh, probably this. <laughs> this is you eating. <laughs> this is me having raspberry vinaigrette. <laughs> Greatest moment of my life. Jeez. <laughs> this, <laughs> this raspberry vinaigrette is so good that, I mean, the Jaws ride <laughs> means nothing to you. Your, uh, your first Honestly, vacation. It's sad. Hotel sex didn't mean as don't, much. Don't even remember it. <laughs> I don't remember SeaWorld. Yeah. Don't remember Universal Studios. Whatever. If it's one thing I can say to your girlfriend who just moved in, <laughs> girl, you better call and have a double tree and get that goddamn <laughs> grab if you want these accent walls oh my to God. feel like a goddamn parade. If if honestly, if someone was kind enough to get me that raspberry vinaigrette dressing. They'd be an honorary cooligan. <laughs> it would be. I would I would con- or I would reconsider my relationship with my girlfriend. <laughs> I'd have to. This yeah. is this person is this is the great. This, no one has ever done anything this nice for me. Yeah, this I would. I have. I would have to marry you. You'd have to. Uh, you'd give them free tickets to Knocking Boots. I would. Which is your free comedy. Yeah, show. you know we, we do comedy. We, we don't even yeah. talk about it. We don't even talk about it on this thing. We're <laughs> both a, comedians. Yeah, we do a lot of comedy. Yeah, yeah. That's, I. You know what? Uh, on the way out of the podcast, we'll both pitch yeah. our shows. We're not pitch. We'll both yeah, we plug are. our shows. Uh, if I had ten million dollars uh, for the city of Orlando, how I would help? A couple different things. One, I would bring them some culture. They have none. Every okay. restaurant there is one of these, like, you know, chain restaurants. They're basically three steps up from uh, McDonald's. Everything. Johnny Carino's and, you know, Fishbone Grill or Bonefish Grill, whatever. Every. Yeah. every uh, you want to go to Applebee's or you want to go to, you know, uh, TGI Friday's? Uh, the same thing. This one's got Jack sauce. This one doesn't have Jack sauce. I don't want any of that. <laughs> I want a real restaurant. Don't you have any old racist Italians making pasta <laughs> no just new racist guys that have moved here from my from new york i don't want that uh, i would give them some culture here's another way i could help the city of orlando with 10 million dollars give everyone in orlando a one-way bus ticket out of orlando interesting well, that to, entire to, to, to city like jacksonville florida uh, might have more culture <laughs> than orlando you know the city of orlando was built around disney world it was built because of Disney World. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, that's inter- That's actually, um, I guess, is that what Walt Disney envisioned? Yeah. And also, he just, he he's w- very unhappy with the amount of Jews that are currently Yeah. I mean, that's really, <laughs> Walt, Walt Disney just wanted to create a city of no Jews. Uh, and boy, boy, was he almost <laughs> successful. He was like, I'm going to the sun. They don't like the sun. But no, yeah, yeah, no, they figured, they figured it out. Yeah, they figured it out. They'll yeah. go. Yeah, they, yeah, they love Florida. Are you kidding me? They love Florida. Also, it's in, it's I can cons- I they don't consider it Central Florida, but I do. Okay. When I performed down there, and I had a lot of fun. There's a lot of awesome people in Orlando. I shit on the city just because it's not really a city. I mean, this but Orlando can is looks like uh, so many other. It looks like a mall with swamps yeah. around yeah, it. So it's all it's an outdoor mall with swamps around it. Absolutely zero culture. I know people that I grew up with who moved out there. Look, it's better than Newark, you know, where where I grew up. Yeah, but ugh, it's you know whatever. I mean, you might as well live in the Willowbrook Mall in uh, New Jersey. But I mean, I, I think your uh, uh, 
you know, sort of connection with any city or what what gra- what pulls you yeah. uh, to any city is really what can you eat there? Like the yeah. first thing you uh, see. I, I now you too, by the way, yeah, Mr. Yeah. Raspberry Vinegar. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing that has my yeah, heart. Yeah, trust yeah. me. But it is uh, like see, your connection with culture. The first thing is food. Well, I mean, you, what else is there? See, but there's other stuff. What? What music? They listen M- to the same music we do. Music. There's. You know, buildings. They don't have any. They don't have any, like, old <laughs> architecture. No, I love architecture, yeah, yeah, yeah. too. They don't have any old architecture. And if they did, you know, it would be on the first floor. You know, it would be on the ground level of those buildings. <laughs> Some restaurants, my friend. Yeah, so Barrow, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> I mean, you couldn't even get a slice there. I mean, come on. People are people in Orlando like, w- slice of what? I wish what I knew more about Orlando. I don't, uh, yeah. like my- I just did a little bit of research when I went there because I was there for a week doing shows. Yeah, and not, uh, not a lot of. I mean, it's definitely a place I would not suggest anyone to go to yeah well, not because i think it's a terrible place but because it's just you know nothing leaps off the pages yeah of uh, of orlando i don't know no nothing I, outside of the uh, you know the theme parks yeah i i honestly do not know anything about it yeah no i was like what happens where all those tall buildings are there's like a small group of tall buildings yeah. near the uh, basketball stadium and they're like nothing at night okay i was like well, isn't that where you should be partying like in the Penny city hardaway Penny Hardaway, Lil Penny, Lil oh Penny. my goodness, <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal was there. That's right, hated it. They, oh well, they I another mean, they person to, from North who moved to Orlando got to the finals. You know, obviously they got uh, beat. Who they who they lose to? I, I don't want the Spurs. Yeah, I think. the Spurs. Yeah. Uh, they, but when Penny and Shaq were there, Penny yeah. Hardaway is my favorite player. Yeah. To this day, yeah. uh, and he. Uh, I mean, that was like my, my first introduction to what Orlando was. Yeah. You know, when they drafted Shaq, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, and that's it. And then Shaq left, and then Penny got hurt, and then even yeah, when Penny was in New York, I was like a little bit more attached. And yeah, but you that's know, it. I don't. I, I so reality, I don't. I don't really care uh, uh, about Orlando. Just more where Penny Hardaway plays. Yeah, that's I think it. the one thing we can all say about Orlando is you got to try that raspberry vinaigrette. <laughs> Highly right, Double Tree. <laughs> Uh, this is a guy who doesn't care about food, so it might taste like garbage. But listen, <laughs> he loved it. No, it does not. Yeah, it I, will not. Taste I have like a garbage. vivid memory of what yeah. it t- it's. It's the best. It might be one of those things where it'll never match what you think of it. I've tried. I've tried alternatives. I've tried like <laughs> other raspberry vinaigrette brands. I've tried even red wine vinaigrette. That's like me finding an exercise that I love. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, oh, this 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 jazzercise instructor was the best. I don't know why I'm jazzercising. Uh, Probably yeah. the only thing I'm quali- I'm qualified to do. Listen, this if, has been. If but if if Chicharito goes to Orlando, I know what. DM, I'm sending him. Go to yeah. go to that double tree, bro. Get, get, go to that double tree, bro. Get that raspberry vinaigrette. He's gonna think it's a hooker's name. Uh, I don't know that about each other, so I shouldn't say that. He might be like, uh, you know, a good a good guy. Um, not that if you get a hooker, you're not a guy. Whatever. All right, I'm done. I've 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 angered enough people with my USM allowing the MLS with the women's national team. Yeah. Here's the thing. We've had an absolutely amazing time. We have. Um, not only are we doing, and again, Cooligans is not just Cooligans Radio. Uh, the Cooligans podcast. Um, we also doing Cooligans TV. We got some videos that are coming out on our YouTube channel. That's right. Uh, Soccer Cooligans. That's the way to get in touch with us. That's our website. That's our Twitter. That's our Instagram. We got to figure out what we're going to do with the Instagram. Um, that's our YouTube channel. We're going to be filling you guys. We're going to be filling your gullets with soccer fandom. And we did some amazing soccer fan reaction videos at the last NYCFC match. Um, for everyone listening who's an NYCFC fan, if you can't make it to the games, don't worry. At the away games, we will be probably at Ryan's Daughter. We'll be hopping around a little bit, but we're going to go to Ryan's yeah. Daughter first uh, for the next away match and uh, filming some fan reactions there. Um, the owner of the bar is a season ticket holder and uh, absolutely loves the sport and uh, loves the fans. 
Um, uh, absolutely amazing time. Did you have fun? I did. Uh, we we got a few uh, fan reactions. We got we asked them some questions, some silly stuff. Yeah. Uh, I think you guys are gonna love it. Yeah, I think so too. It's gonna. It we'll we'll try we'll try to do as many as possible. Maybe more stuff than just fan reactions. Yeah, we'll do some like short docs yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah we'll uh, really get we're into really it. Excited. We're gonna really look into uh, MLS players and fans and yeah. uh, 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 and just. I don't know. I don't know how you feel, but in general, like yeah. doing all this research sort of for the sport, it it makes me a bigger fan. So hopefully, that, yeah, me too. That'll uh, you know because I've been a huge fan of the sport, but not of MLS. Yeah. Um, and even though I followed it and I know a lot about some of the former players, haven't really deep dived, and that's what we're going to do in this podcast. So, yeah. guys, if you're not a massive fan of the MLS just yet, or if you're thinking about it, ride along with us because we're going to get in there. We're going to get we're going to swim around a little bit. We want you guys right there with us. Um, absolutely awesome, guys. My name is Alexis Guerreros. You can follow me on Twitter at not Alexis N O T A L E X I S. Same thing on Instagram. Um, not only do I do this uh, podcast, but I also have Show Me Your Bits. Um, Christian's been on. It's absolutely awesome. It's where we play a comedian's bit. We break it down with that comedian. Um, and, you know, I mean, follow my Instagram. I talk about pizza and stuff. And you can come to Illuminati Party, which is a show I run here in New York twice a month. If you want free tickets, send me a message at Party Illuminati, Twitter and or Instagram. Shoot me a message on my Instagram at Not Alexis. We will give you free tickets. And there is no drink minimum at the stand. So if you don't have a lot of money, you're still going to catch an absolutely amazing show. All the comedians are big, 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 big headliners and awesome guys. Really, really funny people. And I'm not the only one who runs a show. Is that right, Christian? That's right. Uh, Alexis, yeah. <laughs> thanks for throwing that to me. That was Boom. good. That was a good. You are you are good at promoting yourself. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, I'm Christian Polanco. I also do comedy a lot, <laughs> and like it's like fun and stuff. So like come laugh and stuff. Uh, <laughs> stuff there. <laughs> uh, follow me on Twitter at Chris Polanco. Follow me on Instagram uh, at Christian underscore Polanco. Yeah, and uh, I do a weekly show in Park Slope, Brooklyn. Uh, at a pizzeria, uh, amazing pizzeria, two, two boots, boots pizza, baby. the two boots Park Slope. The show's called Knocking Boots. It's always fun. A lot of uh, fun comics. Yeah. National headliner guys. Yeah, huge, great names. Great names. Very funny, and some great up and coming. Yeah, acts, very so. much so. So, uh, including uh, myself, who's been on it. The show is free, uh, and the pizza is not free, but it's very good and yeah. it's affordable. Uh, and there's drinks, and yeah, and it's. Uh, and it's might a- I add, it's a stop on the pizza tour that I do. So. Oh, that's right. Scott's Pizza Tour, very famous uh, pizza tour. It's one of the stops. So it has credibility. Yeah. Uh, so uh, great pizza, good comedy, uh, great comedy. Let me let's let's use the same uh, superlatives. Yeah. Uh, so is it not that is New York in one? Oh man. Which is us. Which I can't wait for you guys to check out our logo. We just got it from Zach oh, Garner. Absolutely amazing. So not only is he a funny comic, but uh, wow, what a great graphic designer. Oh my goodness. Wait till you see our logo. It's <laughs> absolutely amazing. I loved it. It was as soon I was, as I saw it. I, yeah, immediately I was just like, this is real. This is yeah. happening. This yeah, is it's a real thing. I said yeah. we were kind of you know eh, but yeah. now when we got the logo i feel validated it's like having a blue check yeah those little details yeah. make it seem like oh yeah this is uh i am doing what i'm supposed to be doing in my yeah. life <laughs> yeah i look guys we absolutely love the sport of soccer but more than that we love you guys hopefully you love us uh we are the cooligans and all of you guys can be cooligans follow us Follow the sport with a cooligan spirit. We don't need you guys to be hooligans. We don't need that in this in in this country. You know that happened already. Yeah. It's a lot of trouble back then. Here's what we're gonna do. We're bringing as American as we can get. We're just gonna be as cool as we can be, baby. Yeah. Uh, the sport the sport is cool. So are we? We're cooligans. Are you a cooligan? I'm a very a very much a cooligan. Yeah. Bringing that American exceptionalism right. to soccer. Ah. <laughs> we went light FM on you guys. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back with more episodes. We're gonna try to hit you guys with one a week. 
Uh, if you didn't listen, go back and listen to our first one. Absolutely fun time. Watch our stuff on YouTube. You guys are going to love it. Um, yeah. Any, and if you guys have any things, anything you want us to know, anything you want to say, if you guys want to be on, if you're a writer or something you want to be on, you want to give us a, something for us to talk about, some soccer calls yeah. for us to bring up, like the ones that Christian found. Again, you can email us at soccer, cooligans, C-O-O-L-I-G-A-N-S, cooligans, soccer, cooligans at gmail.com. Send us an email. Message us. That's our Twitter. That's our Instagram. Whatever you need, we want to hear from you guys. We want to hear from our cooligans. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Thank you, guys. We out. Jeez.